Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Welcome one, welcome all, the Black Friday edition. We have nothing to sell you. We're not offering any discounts. We don't have anything to sell you. So, uh, <laughs> welcome to the uh, Bill Michaels Black Friday edition of the program as we get you ready for the Packers and the Bears this coming weekend. And uh, this portion, by the way, uh, for people that do have some things going on, maybe you want to just kind of take a load off this weekend. Just go enjoy yourself. It's uh, brought to you by our good friends over there at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. And Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. They've got cranberry, grapefruit, pineapple, strawberry flavors, all that kind of good stuff. So uh, check out our friends at Bud Light. Go to BudLight.com. That is BudLight.com. Which, you know what? Today's that day. Um, I get off the air today. It is you know, some Christmas decorations around the house, you know, kind of opening the boxes, getting stuff out of storage, that type of thing as you start to get ready for the holidays. I already put the, I don't do like the big giant Christmas light display, so I just do the wreath. Got a wreath, very classic wreath lit up, the sparkle lights on it, and then a big red spotlight on the front of the house and that's pretty much it when it comes to the uh level of outdoor decoration regarding the home, so to speak. So, I don't do a lot. So tonight it's just not a whole lot going on tonight either. You know? So there's not much going out stuff tonight, so I think uh tonight might just be do some decorations, hang out, a few Bud Lights, maybe uh, you know, maybe uh, maybe a couple of cocktails or beverages down there in the uh, in the bar in the cigar bar, and call it a night. That, that's you know, that's the kind of night it is. Although I slept a ton last night, I was in bed by eight thirty. Man, a tryptophan must have kicked in or something, but I was I was out. Packers taking on the Bears coming up this weekend, Lambeau Field Sunday night affair, prime time edition. So when you talk about keys to getting a Packers victory, okay, look, uh, prediction time. Here, here, you know, this is what we're going to bring to the table now. And I want to get to the phone calls and your thoughts on this. 855-830-8648. Again, 855-830-8648. So 
the pack to me the biggest as much as I want to look at the Packers defense and what they do to the Bears offense. You know, if this is a confidence boost type of game for the Packers defensively. Where to me this game is going to be won is going to be the Packers execution offensively against a very good defense in the Chicago Bears. Now, the Chicago Bears have a championship-capable defense. You know, you just look at it via the numbers, and you understand how good they really are. So I look at this as I want to see what, first and foremost, the Packers do in the trenches against this Bears defense. I want to see what the Packers do in the trenches against this Bears defense. And then I want to see what the 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 offense is capable of doing against the against the uh, you know the bears defense as far as putting up points time of possession yardage that kind of stuff okay uh i i, I want to see all of this 8558308648 by the way 8558308648 so i want to see all of this I am looking for this specifically because this is – look, if the Packers are going to get into the postseason and be the one and done like many people expect them to be, it's going to be because they get beat up by a good defense. That's the bottom line, right? So if the Packers get beat up by a good defense, it's same old, same old. So in this rivalry, it's the 201st game in the NFL's oldest rivalry. The Packers have the 99-95-6 to edge. Going for the 100th win. And when you start to put the numbers for these two teams together, um, you know, the numbers for the offense, heavily in favor of the, uh, of the Green Bay Packers. The numbers for the defense, heavily in favor of the Chicago Bears. I want to see the Packers be able to put up yardage, to put up time of possession, to be able to put up points against a very good defense. That will give you at least the legitimate hope that down the stretch – when the Packers get into the postseason, that the Packers are able to do something against a good team. Because you know you're going to run up a team that that is is going to have, you know, the ability to stop you. 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. The Packers in, in, you know, total yards, when you talk about the opponents, net yards and such, I mean, the Packers right now, the Packers' total yardage, Total net yards, 3,929 versus 3,443. The Packers do hold uh, advantages in certain areas. But when when you talk about the overall ability of this team, we all know what the Achilles heel is. The Achilles heel is the defense. And if the offense gets stopped by a good defense, they can't win ballgames. So, now we're wanting to find out. Now we're wanting to find out. How's this all stack up? 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. Give us a shout. Give us a shout, 855-830-8648. And what is the score of this game going to be? I'm going to say the Packers get a win. And because of the, quote, rivalry game, okay, uh, as much as I want to say the Packers are going to win this thing 35-13 or something like that, I just don't. I don't see them putting up that kind of points against this defense. So if I'm going to call it a win, and a, a win, a good win, 
would be 27-13 is probably more legitimate in that area. The Packers get over 30 points unless it's because of turnovers or such and, and they just you know far outweigh when it comes to possession uh, the, the Bears. I'm picking the Packers to win but not win by a large margin. What are you thinking? 855-830-8648. Again, 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. Just an FYI. Uh, by the way, Greg, thank you so much. Greg says, hey, Bill, don't forget Badgers basketball on tonight, 8 o'clock on the Big Ten Network. You said there was nothing going on. There is something. You are correct. You are correct, Greg. I completely and honestly, I forgot about that. Forgot about that. You are correct. So give me your predictions. Give me your thoughts. Packers taking on the Bears this weekend. Keys to this contest. And then going from there. Um, Joe says uh, 20, uh, 26-16 Green Bay. Uh, this is from Mike. Mike says, I uh, picked the Green Bay Packers to get a win, but it's going to be a close one. I'm going to say 23-17, so another 23 score. And uh, we don't put our tree up until next weekend. We buy a live one every year. You take it home. You cut the base off of it. You put it into water right away, and you should be good to go. Um, you know, the, well, this this one's from the Mad Brewer who says, you ask how long those trees have been sitting on the lot and when they were freshly cut. Sometimes fresh-cut trees have been sitting there a month. And that's what I'm always afraid of. That's why I like to go out and cut my own if I can there's a lot of good places in the area too that have uh, Christmas tree farms. You can go out and kind of cut your own. We were asking that con- we were asking that question a little bit earlier in the show. Uh, Brian says I picked the Packers to win big, 42-14. Uh, Packers going to give up a couple of scores, but Mitch Trubisky is Mitch Trubisky. He won't win this ball game. What is the likelihood that Leroy Butler gets into the Hall of Fame this year? Uh, when we, I actually was texting back and forth with Leroy. I think it was yesterday, and he's going to get in. When you when you enter as a finalist as he was last year, you may not get in that year, but you'll get in because there's enough people now that think that highly of you that you've been a finalist. You'll get in. So here's the thing. I think, and this is just me, and it it's going to suck, but this is just me kind of thinking out loud. I said this last year. I said I did not think that Leroy would get in last year. I said. Think about this, though. If Leroy didn't get in last year, you have got Charles Woodson, who is going to get in this coming year in his first year of eligibility. Wouldn't it be? Now, Charles, you don't go in as a team member. You go in as an individual player. It is the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It's not the NFL Hall of Fame. It's the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Okay? So I've said all along, Yes, there's going to be a lot of Raiders fans there for Charles Woodson. Completely understandable. But he won his Super Bowl with Green Bay. So when you talk about him and Leroy Butler, Super Bowl winners playing for the Packers, going into the Hall of Fame, that might be the best case scenario. And you know the Hall of Fame, I mean, if you're allowed to go and you're allowed to attend and you're allowed to have an audience and such, it would be an enormous amount of two of the really stauncher fan bases in, in all of football, when you talk about those two guys going in at the same time. So wouldn't it be a great weekend if we indeed get through this COVID and the pandemic and such, but you get both of those guys in this year. So I think 
If I had to play conspiracy-minded person, I would say this is the year that Leroy Butler gets into the Hall of Fame. And he has that weekend as a Packer and as Packers fans go with Packers fans for getting into Canton. I, I think that would be tremendous. So I am I am hoping for this year. On the other hand, if COVID is going to hang around and we're going to have another miserable 2021, I'm hoping that they don't go in until 2022. But that's almost a, a non-question for Charles Woodson because he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. There's no doubt about it. But, again, that was my conspiracy from the very beginning that it would be Charles and Leroy and it would be a Packers-filled weekend in Canton. Just at the time that all this was being discussed, who knew that we'd be sitting here, you know, nine, ten months later, sitting in a pandemic, you know? Because this was hitting, and I've said this time and again on the show, when we were walking in through security at uh, the convention center in Miami at the end of January this past year, that you're reading a small, we're finding out about Kobe Bryant on that Saturday and what, or on that Sunday and what happened. And then the headline of the paper the very next day is about Kobe Bryant. But that little side article in the USA Today was about the possibility of a pandemic with COVID-19 beginning to take over a little place called Wuhan, China and where we were at. So it's, it's been 10 months. You know, you've got December and January to go. It's been 10 months since all this really became news. So, um, but who knew we'd be sitting here still at this particular point in time. So let's do this. We'll uh, take your phone calls, take your thoughts. Uh, keys to the win for the Packers to get a win this weekend. Keys to the game. Uh, predictions, uh, you know, score. The whole deal. The whole deal as we get you ready for the Green Bay Packers coming up this weekend against the Bears. We've got more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. you back hey our friends at Schulze family farms beef if you are looking for something for yourself or a may maybe a great gift idea Schulze family farms beef they do it cold weather is here and their family farm in Humbert, wisconsin been providing high quality pasture raised beef to all of us in the midwest for three generations with covid cases spiking you don't want to go to the grocery stores right so uh you can choose from a wide variety of steaks and chops and burgers and hot dogs and brats and roasts and you can get that curated gift box or create your own custom order and your beef is going to be packed in dry ice and it's going to arrive at your house in just a couple of days and they're going to have all the the delicious meats that you need uh for the cold weather for those stews and chilies and soups and uh, and such Uh, but you can check out their facebook page for all the recipes and for new holiday ideas they have the special tomahawk ribeyes perfect for those, uh, those little gatherings, those COVID-friendly gatherings, we'll call them. Got to order them while they last, though, because they're going to sell out. And they've got Instapot dinners now as well, so you can check out their website. Again, go to Schulze, S-C-H-O-L-Z-E, Schulze, family, familybeef.com. That's Schulze, familybeef.com. Again, Schulze, familybeef.com. 
com and uh, see for yourself. Good stuff. Uh, let's see here. James in Green Bay says uh, the Packers are going to be uh, 21 to 10, going to beat the stinking Bears. Uh, Brewer Shelty says, I think the Packers offensive line is going to have to dominate the day. Their Packers de- that Packers defense may not even play well against the Bears, and if they can't get healthy against them, they can't get healthy against anyone. I look for the Bears to put up a fight, but not much of one. Packers get a win, 24-17. It will still be a rivalry nail-biter. Uh, Leslie said, if you think the Packers are going to run away with this game, you're crazy. I think it's going to be a Mason Crosby field goal, 24-21. Uh, Dan says he thinks uh, the Packers can blow them out 45 to 10. The Bears offense positively stinks. Connor writes, uh, I think the big matchup is going to be the run game of the Packers against this defensive front of the Chicago Bears. If the Packers don't have to throw the ball consistently to their banged up wide receiving core, they're going to win this game. Don't worry about it. Nothing to fear here. I wish I was able to go as a season ticket holder to be continually told you can't go there while other stadiums are opening up is becoming more and more and more frustrating. He's got three mores in there, by the way. More and more and more frustrating. So there you go. I want to know what you're thinking. 855-830-8648. Again, 855-830-8648. James says, no big lines here on Black Friday. I was standing outside of the Best Buy earlier this morning. Uh, by the way, the Best Buy uh, up in uh, Fox Point. Uh, he said, enjoying the day so far. Love listening to the program. Packers get a win easy. My wife is a Bears fan. I get to point my finger at her yet again. This is the only time we sit in separate rooms and watch games all season long. Packers 27, Bears 9. So not even, well, if, unless you're talking about a touchdown and a, and a uh, safety. It is what it is. There you go. Uh, Jeffrey says a couple of different tests for the Green Bay Packers. The Packers show that they can at least play against good defenses. They just can't do it for an entire game. We'll see if the Packers can put up enough points in the first half to make this game a runaway. Um, I'll bet you uh, he goes on and on and on. But by the way, at the very end of it, he says 35-27. He says Packers get a win. Mark says one of the best uh, best opportunities to watch a matchup is truly going to be Jair Alexander against Allen Robinson. He said that's going to be the individual matchup that I'm wanting to that I would pay to see. I'm wanting to see it over and over again because I think Jair Alexander is just that good. He will shut him down, and that will make this offense poor at best. Um, this one's from Mike Mike May. He writes, uh, I think the big matchup is going to be the Packers offensive line against the Bears defensive line. The Packers' offensive line, very good at pass blocking. They can't run block to save their life. Uh, Don't forget Dalvin Cook ran 30 times and only gained 96 yards against this Bears team. What makes you think that Aaron Jones is going to do any better with a crappier run blocking offensive line? There you go. And, uh, hey, unit, do you think that the Bears are going to crucify this team on third down? Every time the Packers come up on a third and short, they can't convert because they try to run the ball, try to run the ball right up the gut, and when they do convert on third and long, it's usually a pass to Devontae over the middle. But third and short, they're going to throw the ball at least thirty yards downfield. That'll fall incomplete, and they'll wonder why they can't ever sustain on third down. It's becoming nauseating. Bring back Mike McCarthy for God's sakes! Wow, 
Call for Mike McCarthy. 855-830-8648. By the way, Eddie Jackson and David Montgomery both expected to play this coming Sunday night. Jackson was on the COVID list in Montgomery. Uh, was in a concussion protocol. I'm not, you know what? When it comes to David Montgomery running the football, I'm not overly concerned. He's he's not the running back that everybody thought he was. The offensive line is terrible. He doesn't make great choices. He's not as quick of a back as uh, Aaron Jones is. I'm not overly concerned uh, about David Montgomery, to be honest with you. Uh, I mean, the Packers still they need to stop the run, and they, the Bears' offensive line may look better against a a uh, Packers defensive front that at times they don't really put the beef up front that you would need, so to speak, when it comes to stopping the run. But I'm still not overly concerned about this contest. I, I I don't think we should be. But the way the Packers can play at times, I, I think we, we all have a legitimate reason to be. It is a rivalry game. You can throw the records out the window. You can use all the cliches here. But uh, as uh, – as somebody had tweeted me a little while ago, Matt LaFleur has not lost back-to-back games yet. At some point, it'll happen. You just hope it's not this week against the Chicago Bears. This portion of the program being brought to you by our friends over there at Van Horn Automotive. Van Horn, don't forget, they got the cyber sale going on right now. They're good people over there. And all you got to do is go to VanHornAuto.com. Dealerships in Wisconsin and in Iowa. And you can shop them all from one location. Find the car you want, whether it's new, whether it's used. They are the home of the 90-day test drive. You can even service or finance your service. And they've got service specials there as well. So go to VanHornAuto.com. That is VanHornAuto.com. And remember, every employee at Van Horn Automotive is an owner with a vested interest in your complete satisfaction. Go to VanHornAuto.com. That is VanHornAuto.com. Com. Coming back, Eric Baranchek of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. He is going to join us next on the Bill Michaels Show. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Reminder, the Green and Gold postgame show coming up immediately following Green Bay and Chicago on Sunday night. Right after the game, Gary Ellison and I, we take over. Hope to have you join us. Looking forward to it. Stop by on many of these same stations, the Radio.com app, or simply go to BillMichaelSports.com and listen for yourself. Then Radio Joe's and Zola. I, uh, yep, there it is there. Uh, we'll be taking over with the Green and Gold OT after that. So we got a lot coming up. A lot coming up this Sunday night after the ballgame. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline, we've got uh, our good buddy Eric Baranchek is here. Eric, how you doing today, pal? I'm doing pretty good. You're going to have to go to Quitchup and show up on some of that Cafe Taruba coffee if you're going to stay up late after the game Sunday night. Yeah, it's uh, it'll be. I don't mind it being a late night. I, I look forward to those games, those contests, or those uh, shows after those late night contests because. That's usually when everybody's still uh, – if, if you get a good game, everybody goes to bed. If you get a bad game, pe- people can't sleep. So they roll around and they toss and they turn and they call us and they look for psychotherapy in that particular manner. But tell me, we were talking about scores before, and the majority of people seem to think that this is going to be some kind of a blowout. It's still a rivalry game, and I, I understand all of that. But uh, the Packers in no way, shape, or form should lose this game. And secondly, yes, it's a rivalry game, and I understand that, but – um, unless the Packers turn the ball over on numerous occasions, I just don't see any other way, offensively speaking, for the Bears that they're going to be able to beat the Green Bay Packers. Do you? 
No, I, I would agree with you, too. I think they're in such disarray uh, on offense that it's really going to be difficult. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting to watch how the Packers operate on that defense. It's going to be tough sledding. I mean, they've probably got three, the three best, the real linebacking core, I would say, has got to be the best in the league um, with Danny Trevathan um, and Mack. You know, geez, they're, that's, a, <laughs> that's a pretty good group. Um I, I I think it's going to be tough to run around the ball, but if they can uh, um, force the Bears out of that too deep, they should have a should have a pretty good night. The uh, the loss I shouldn't say the loss, but the guys that are down right now. You got Devontae; he's got a little bit of a banged up ankle, even though he had 100 yards against uh, a really good Colts defense. Marquez Vada Scantling ends up having the Achilles injury that uh, happened just the other day. Then you've got, in addition to that, Al Lazard. How much he's going to be able to play? Still coming back from that core injury. A lot of question marks. But do you feel that it's going to be incumbent upon the run game, or do you feel it's going to be more about just the precise passing to be able to move the ball against a really good Bears defense? Well, you know, the, the Rokon Smith, he's in his second year now. He is a very aggressive linebacker. I would suspect that they would start working and softening that up with uh, with the tight ends. Um, you know, geez, they're, they're, they're going to have a, a – and their secondary, quite frankly, is not at the par of what the Colts was. So if they're going to sit in too deep, you know, it looks like in the past Rodgers had had a really, you know, almost like a mental block when people were, when teams were at too high safeties. Uh, but what you saw against the Colts, you saw them run more four verts, uh, try to get uh, those two safeties, one of them to make a decision and then go the other way. And, you know, it, the one thing that you know, everybody talks about is Rodgers' arm and, you know what? He, he his he win more games. I think sometimes in his arm because he can keep drives alive, um, pick up that little third down. Um, so if, if they're able to contain the pass game a little bit, uh, you know I'd look for Rodgers to get a pick up a couple of third downs with his feet. Um, and primarily that if, the, if they're going to sit in a too deep, then uh, they're going to need to run the four routes. And I think we'll to tight end a little bit on those aggressive linebackers. Make those linebackers think a little bit because if they're just coming downhill, it's going to be an awful long day for Aaron Jones and company back there. So that's that's kind of how I, I look at it. The personnel, it is what it is, you know, but I, what they really need to do is being able to, to soften up the middle part of the defense with the tight ends and um, um, be able to try to get something outside the numbers to uh, whether it be MVS or, you know, Adams is going to play. You know that. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Alan Lazard, do you see them working him into the mix more now that he's coming back yeah. from that injury? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, he certainly helps on the perimeter when he's got his, he's got a block uh, in the run game, and, you know, I think they're going to have to throw the ball a little bit to him too. You know, because teams, I mean, if the – Here's the the bad part about the Bears. The Bears are good enough to to take away the run with their front seven. Okay, so mm-hmm. so now you, you got a you kind of got one arm tied behind your back a little bit. So you have to be able to uh, the short intermediate passing game to 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 take advantage of those aggressive linebackers <clears throat> and being able to move the pocket a little bit. You saw that against the Colts early on. You saw the pocket moving. You saw. Um, uh, you know the rollout passes and spring passes, and I think they'll do continue to do some more of that kind of stuff, um, and, and try to keep keep the Bears' defense on the field because that offense that the Bears have is, pretty, you know, it, it is what it is. We've all seen it, and uh, you hopefully don't get healthy right away this week. But uh, what we what you want to do is 
uh, trying to keep that defense on the field. So in the second half, they're, they're winded a little bit. Um, by the way, we're talking with Eric Branchick of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. And uh, talking about this contest coming in, we were talking a little bit earlier with Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette about uh, Montrevious Adams. He goes on the IR. He's got that toe injury. Um, you know, Kenny Clark and, and the guys around him say he's been playing better this year. We have seen some contributions from him this year. You tell me what you would, would put with Montrevious Adams at this point to, to say that he was a successful third-round draft choice or as a third-rounder. Do you look at him as going, uh, never really lived up to the expectation? Never really lived up to his expectation. I mean, there are times in the run game where he just gets decimated. And, you know, when coming out, you know, this was uh, a draft pick where they were saying that he was going to provide some push up the middle and some pass rush, and it really never really materialized. So, yeah, I think this could be this could be it for him. I, uh, I'm And I'm thinking the exact same thing. Now, you start to try to rebuild your defensive front. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously you got to go in the draft, but would you assume at some point, uh, depending on what they want to spend with their, with guys in their own backyard like Aaron Jones, like Kevin King and such, that they're going to have the money to be able to go find themselves additional help for Kenny Clark? Well, that, that football team, everybody's football team, is going to look a lot different next year. Um, you know, we've talked about this now for a couple of weeks and, Everybody's starting to get their, their notepads out and start scratching names off the list of guys who are going to cut. But there are some guys that have some high-dollar value, like, you know, Preston Smith, for example. You know, geez, you know, if he comes out with another 12-sack performance like he did last year, you say for sure he's on the, on the club. But now with a reduced salary cap um, and he's pulling down a, a fair amount of cash, he might he might be uh, a candidate for uh, – um, for a uh, being cut uh, for sound cat reasons, you know, are there some guys out there? Probably, you know, I, I think there there's going to be a lot of bloodletting happening, and there's probably going to be some high high dollar guys that are going to have to take lower amounts of money just because they want to be on the team. So, you know, I, I don't know. I think the the best way that they're going to improve though would be through free agency on the front. I uh, I look at this secondary, I, and look, as good as they are, do you think that this is a two-pick or a three-pick game coming up against Mitch Trubisky? Oh, two for sure, you would think. You know, um, I, I think, you know, based upon what the defense did last week against the uh, Colts and, and where they what they've done so far this year, you know, I, I'm hoping that they come out more nickel and kind of, you know, scrap some of that dime on running plays uh, because that's just that's just tough tough for them. And, and honestly, I think the two linebackers are playing good enough now with uh, uh, Martin and um, 58 to get in there and and be able to um, to be productive. And I think that they can do that now. They got two linebackers that seem to be able to run. So I'm hoping that we see less of the dime in first and second down and more nickel if that's what they want to do. But I, I think if they're going to pack it in, you see a base front and, and just kind of get after it. And, and you know, Trubisky's going to probably be Trubisky against the Packers. Is this a big game in the sense for the Packers offensively to, to score? Because I said, look, you're going to run into these defenses in the postseason that are better, uh, much like Tampa Bay, New Orleans. You can go through with a list, uh, obviously L.A. and company. Is this a big test for the Packers again? Because this is really the last time, short of facing the Bears again at the end of the season, this is the last time they're really going to face a really good defense. And if you are if you think you're going to be able to just go into the postseason and all of a sudden score points and your defense is going to shut people down, you're wrong. 
this is where you got to be able to say we can score against anybody consistently. They did it in the first half of the game against uh, Indiana, against Indianapolis. I want to see this team be consistent for an entire game. So when they make adjustments against you at halftime, I want to see the Packers come out and still be flailing in the second half of a ball game and not suddenly just shrink away and become some kind of a, a shadow of a violet, so to speak. Huh. Yeah, I think you're right. I, and, and, I, and you're absolutely right in your assessment that this is probably the the best defense they're going to face uh, until they face them again in December. Um, I, I, I'm wholeheartedly with you. I guess one of the things that we want to see coming out of this ball game is, is that were they consistently able to move the football and score points? Um, you know, there's a couple of bugaboos on this offense, and that's the third down and fourth down and one. Um, you really want to try to pack it in and, and uh, um, and, and try to just get that extra yard on the ground. They've really struggled with that this year, uh, probably the last you know several years. So so that's going to be something. Is okay if if we're not good at doing third and one and putting it on the ground and our whole line to get beat up a little bit. You know, can we do play action pass? Can what what else besides uh, putting our head down and, and and giving it all we can? Can they do? You know, so there's that. Um, I also would like to see more more wrinkles off some of the. Um, Jet sweeps um, and motion that they're doing, you know. So some of that stuff, I, I think, is, is at this point in the year they got to start bringing some of that stuff deeper out of the playbook uh, to be able, to, you know, if teams are going to change the, the way they play defense at halftime against them, um, to be able to come out with something and, and you know add some wiggles to their offense. And that's some of the things that is frustrating for me in a game where they're not, you know, where all of a sudden it just seems like their offense stalls. It just seems like then it's you know it's the snowball rolling down the hill the play calls come in slower and slower and they just seem to be like throwing their hands up and trying to figure something out uh, i'd like to see them stay more controlled and be able to you know do some things that are within their scheme um when the when it when it gets tough you know when teams are starting to tighten up on them so i think this is a big week for their offense for sure good stuff as always uh, eric we'll break it all down come monday and we'll kind of go from there okay yeah, enjoy your weekend. By the way, after a live tree, you want to make sure when you get it home, you cut off about a half inch, and then yep. put it in the water as soon as you can. Yeah, I usually do. I just uh, I'm always leery about trees that are already pre-cut. You know what I mean? Oh, how yeah, long they've been pre-cut and how long they've been sitting there. Yeah, good yeah. stuff. Okay. Hi, buddy. We'll right. talk to you soon. Enjoy. Take care. Bye. He gets off. You get on. 855-830-864. you got the new mail heads up plays of the week coming up. And if you're still – look, last second. If you're still looking for a great idea, think about this. Pack your stuff up. Say, we just need to get away. We've got to go socially distance ourselves. from. So you just got to enjoy the weekend, right? Right now, call this number, 715-324-5800. Why? Our friends at the Four Seasons Island Resort have just a couple of rooms left. You buy tonight. Say, I'm going to go get away. Girls weekend, guys weekend, a significant other, spouse weekend, family weekend, whatever. Get away tonight. They'll give you tomorrow night for free. Just a couple of rooms left, though. 715-324-5800, 78 miles north of Green Bay, beautiful island resort, a lot of history there. They've got indoor fine dining. They've got great a uh, great bar upstairs. They've got the Boundary Waters bar downstairs. They have bands. They have music. They have karaoke. They have all kinds of crazy stuff. Plus, you can watch the games. So call them right now. Just a few rooms left, 715-324-5800. Again, tell them we sent you, 715-324-5800. You buy tonight, you get tomorrow night free, a weekend getaway. It's that simple. Good stuff from our friends over there at the Four Seasons Island Resort in Pembine, Wisconsin. Go to the Four Seasons, WI.com to see it, the Four Seasons, WI.com. 
But if you want one of the rooms tonight and tomorrow, tomorrow night is free, 715-324-5800. More of the Bill Michael Show. New Mail Heads of Plays of the Week next. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update. Brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veteran Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. It's the Packers and Bears Sunday night here at Lambeau Field. Green Bay looking for their 100th victory over Chicago in the NFL's oldest rivalry. Expect Mitchell Trubisky to start at quarterback. Nick Foles missed practice yesterday with a hip injury that had him carted off the field in their last game. The Packers worked out half a dozen players, including defensive tackle Brian Price, who showed some promise as a rookie in Green Bay back in 2016. He went to the Cowboys and four other teams. The season is over, though, for Packers defensive lineman Montrevious Adams. Adams placed on IR after re-aggravating a toe injury suffered during training camp. Packers nose tackle Kenny Clark. Oh, uh, man, he, he, was doing, he was doing really good this year. Every time he got on the field, you know, you see him flying to the ball. Uh, he was doing a lot of good things for and, you know, it's one of my closest friends on the team. So praying for him and I uh, just want him to get healthy. Packers head coach Matt LaFleur. I thought Mon did a lot of great things this year. His ability to endure and fight through and it's just unfortunate and somebody will miss. That's Matt LaFleur in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels Show. Welcome back to the program, and it's time now for the New Mail. Heads up, plays of the week. Brought to you by our friends at New Mail Medical Center. One phone number to call for all their locations, 414-455-4451. Whether it's low T, ED, whatever it happens, be ailing you. One phone number, give them a call, 414-455-4451. First play, Rodgers, 25-yard touchdown pass. Robert Tanyan on the receiving end. Starting to get attention as a possible head coaching candidate as Rodgers is protected. Down the middle for the touchdown. That's Tunyon. His sixth of the year. And 25 yards for the first point of the game. Tunyon. That's on Fox. Fox with the call. Joe Buck and company. Troy Aikman giving you the play-by-play. Number two, Radio Joe Zenzola, what you got? About Aaron Rodgers to Devontae Adams for the score. <laughs> Quick throw, Adams with blocking, touchdown. What a beautiful play by Green Bay. Talk about scheme. How about there on the edge with a wide receiver screen for Devontae Adams? There you go. That's number two. Same call. Rodgers, though, goes deep. It's a 47-yard at MVS. Third down and 10. This one aired out. Valdez scandling, and he's got it. Catch is made. And that sets up Green Bay with a ball just outside the Indianapolis 45. 48 yards on third and 10. And that is your New Mail Heads Up Plays of the Week, brought to you by our friends over there at the New Mail Medical Center. Call them 414 455 4451. 414 455 4451.
888-957-9570. Good stuff there. Hey, I want to remind you, it is time for the fans' 14th annual toy drive. It benefits Children's Wisconsin, presented by Annex Wealth Management. And uh, like so many things this year, it is virtual. And you can still stop into Blaine's Farm and Fleet, I believe, in some of the locations in Milwaukee. You can um, you know buy a toy and donate it there. But uh, we can't on the network, we can't do this without you because we're trying to raise as much funds as we can. Now, we're really going to kick this thing off next week, and we're going to do a, a 24-hour broadcast. But um, we encourage you to make a donation. Go to 1250 AM, The Fan, 1250AMVTHEFAN.com. And click on the toy drive link. And uh, again, like I said last uh, last few times we've talked about this. Last year we raised a record amount of money, but the money, the record amount. I mean, Milwaukee does a tremendous job, and that's where this this you know the radio station, our flagship station, is based out of. But uh, we can't do this without the support of the network and all of you fine fine network stations, and uh, all of you listening to us throughout the state of Wisconsin and beyond the borders, for that matter. I mean, if you're outside of the area and you want to make a donation. Same thing applies if you're listening to us like Derek and his buddies in New York or if you're listening like Kalo uh, out there in Hawaii uh, and Mark, uh, who is listening to us in Phoenix, Arizona. Jason listens to us every day out in San Francisco, California. And uh, you've got Otumwa, Iowa. Otum- May listens to us in Otumwa, Iowa. I found that interesting because that used to be, uh, you know, going back an old MASH reference there. But that being said, um, the only way we can get this thing done and reach our records is if you help us out. So if you can go to 1250 AM, The Fan, uh, click on the Toy Drive link and make a donation, that would be fantastic. It's brought to you by some great people. Uh, I mentioned Kern Electric and Skipper Buds. Uh, Also our friend Jason Abraham and the gang at Hupie and Abraham. Lincoln Contractors Supply as well. And they do some great work uh, for all you contractors and workers out there. You know what I'm talking about. They, uh, they have some terrific products, uh, great service, really knowledgeable, knowledgeable staff at all their locations. So uh, please help us help the kids. Please help us help the kids. They do some terrific, terrific work. All right, coming up in the next hour, we got some buy or sell right around the corner, and our buddy Mike Clemens is going to join us as well. One hour left to go on this Black Friday edition of the Bill Michael Show. That is coming up next. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. 
Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.